You're listening to The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. I'm your host, Aiden Payne, joined by Daniel Webb and Zach Standish. Caught me off guard a little bit there, boys. I went to... You know, look where Zach normally sits, and yeah, I'm looking at Daniel Webb. Well, this is where James normally sits, I think. Well, actually, Shout that is true. To Last week, friend James. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James, I'm not sure where you've been, mate. I uh, hope, <laughs> hope you're okay, <laughs> wherever you are. Yeah. It's been a few weeks with him. Probably still riding home on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, maybe. But no, we just thought, you know, sw- sw- switch things up. Yeah, switch exactly things up. up. Podcast be getting a bit vanilla recently. Yeah, so now this is a whole new ball game. I don't know if people at home can can hear, but it's completely changed the dynamic. Yeah, hello to everyone at home tuning into. Um, yeah, I lost count. I think it's episode nineteen now yeah, of the yeah, our podcast. Closing um, in on the magic twenty. Yeah, the magic twenty. <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mate, I'm just yeah. Yeah, you need to get out of here. Yeah, you guys are right. Look, we've got another action-packed episode, um, as always. Um, Cola District Football Netball League Grand Final action is this weekend. Daniel, um, you know, plenty happening in the uh, PD with the, you know, Tungamara taking on Wai'ai in the football and obviously Strathmerton taking on Tungamara is getting mixed up there. Tungamara and both teams. Plenty of Tungamara. Yeah, plenty of Tungamara, that's <laughs> they, for sure. They, are, they have a good spread in all the divisions. So I think all four senior netball and... All four senior netball? Think, yeah. Yeah, well. and, yeah, uh, it was, yeah. And the two senior football as well. Yeah. That'll be a big night out at Tungamara on Saturday night. Yeah, um, massive. But yeah, that's, uh, so Daniel, you spoke to the coaches of... Yeah, I spoke to the Strathmerton coach. Strathmerton coach. Merton. <laughs> <laughs> I always say it wrong. Um, the Strathmerton coach, Olivia Osborne um, in the A grade and Mark Malin, the way I coach in the senior football. So I had a good chat to them. It's, yep. uh, Mark yeah. wasn't too busy out on the farm? No, he wasn't too busy out on the farm today. He, uh, he took the time to have a chat. and Did have know. his hand anywhere near a <laughs> cow? Or no, no that, was, that was just that one time I called him. So, um, yeah, no, but it was, they, they were both pretty excited for the, for the big dance. And as you can imagine, it's uh, it, grand final week's always pretty special. Yeah, no, that's uh, exactly right, mate. It's been a while too since we've had some grand finals, um, three years now, and yeah, it's just a, a special time of the year. Um, so now looking forward to, to seeing how it all plays out. And yeah, stick around for those chats with Olivia and Mark a little bit later on in the episode. Um, I reckon it's probably time for a bit of what caught our eyes. Zach, lead us off, mate. Yes, um, my eye was, you yeah. I don't even know, but anyway, um, <laughs> I was trying to think of something, up, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll power on. Um, it was, I'm leaving uh, that in too. I'll, I'll yeah, leave that I'm in. not cutting that out. Yeah, leave it in. I don't mind. Um, no, Nick Nick Rokar, the uh, 2018 Shepparton Bears uh, Premiership player, won a Morrison medal too, if I'm Certainly not did mistaken. Certainly win a Morrison medal. Um, yeah, he finished second in the uh, Sanfields McGarry medal, which is, yeah. Pretty similar to the Brownlow medal. Uh, obviously, Nick's uh, playing... So, sorry, what was that? It's the what? Similar to the Brownlow medal. Similar to the Brownlow medal. I didn't like it's the same. It, it's, it's the same concept as the Brownlow medal. <laughs> don't worry about it. I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so he's obviously... Yeah, he's um, playing his trade for Norwood in the uh, in the sample. Um, yeah, came second behind um, North Adelaide's Aaron Young, who used to play for Port Adelaide and the Gold Coast. So yeah, fantastic achievement from Nick. He's been there since uh, 2020. Um, yeah, so he just keeps going from strength to strength, made the sample... Team of the year as well. Um, played for South Australia 
uh, about three months ago as well in the win over WA. So he's doing some some great things. Um, well, I was going to ask you what he's been doing, but you've pretty much just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ran through it all. Ran through it all. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no, and old um, Bears teammate from back in the day, Harry Boyd, also finished in the top uh, top 10, finished sixth as well. So the pair of them have a nice little connection uh, going on there at Norwood, which is good. Uh, they've got a preliminary final this weekend too against the Adelaide Crows Reserves. So, uh, yeah, all happening for, for Nick and the boys. Very good, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah, congrats uh, to Nick on, on a stellar season. They're playing this weekend, though, in Norwood, the Red yes, Lakes? Yes, yep. Uh, yeah, playing against the, the, the Crows Reserves. Were you listening yeah, to him, mate? As, yeah, as he I just, just said, said that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> no, nah, I, uh, <laughs> I was looking at my phone, sorry. No, um, it's just, oh, just a fair bit happening. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's all right. Anyway, Daniel, what caught your eye? Smooth transition. Uh, yeah. Speaking of smooth transitions, I'm going to keep with the uh, the Shepherd and Bears former players theme and go with Ash Holland. Now, uh, what's he, Ash done? He took out the Best and Fairest Award for the Bacola District League, you know, sticking on the PD theme as well. Uh, and in the A grade, Grace Thompson from, from Strathy uh, also took out that award. So, um, yeah, I thought, you know, they, they definitely caught my eye with their with their stellar seasons and they, they caught the eye of the umpires as well. Very good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Aiden, was there anything that, that, that caught your eye this week? Um, got me on the spot, and I didn't really prepare much for this episode. Uh, <laughs> I think we said <laughs> this last week. Yeah. So, uh, mate, you just gotta oh, yeah, yeah, oh, look. I know how to prepare. Prepare. Uh, to I fight. do need a lift, pub. Avenal straight sets. Oh, well, I mean, I thought we were gonna probably run through our district. Yeah, just park a little bit yeah, later on, we'll unless you want me to repeat. Oh, no, it's alright. No, <laughs> you got you got to have something. Something caught your eye, mate. Something was it was it, was it Cobra yeah. making the uh, the grand final? Um, that definitely caught my eye. Yeah, well, it's another one, Daniel. Murray League. Oh, I mean, what caught my eye? I, I will talk about the Gators a little bit later on. Um, the boys in the deck on, um, on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that caught my eye. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out in the, the Shep Gator boys uh, on Saturday night after their um, grand final uh, series wrapped up. Um, yeah, just hanging out with them. At the deck of all places. Don't know why I ended up there, but got dragged along. So, may as well have a bit of fun. Um, I definitely felt it's a <laughs> bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that what you? Yeah, <laughs> fun in the deck just don't uh, align, do they? No. Nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I guess some other what come on. I was um, former Golden Valley Sun junior Grant Quoll is being headhunted by just about every. Um, Premier League uh, outfit and you know uh, European club in in uh, yeah uh, overseas. So he's been doing well, um, Garang, and a bit of a watch this space to where he could end up because yeah, it's looking like um, he'll be making a a move uh, overseas come January, I believe, Daniel. Yeah, I think that's when the mid-season window is. But yeah, Barcelona, Newcastle United, like. These are There's massive some, clubs, they are some and they're huge clubs. and they're chasing the boy from Shepparton. So, you know, it's the stuff of dreams, and you know, I can't wait to see him. You know, wearing the number ten for Barcelona, <laughs> curling goals in against Real Madrid. Just seeing you, you smile from <laughs> ear to ear, then like just just made me remember. Uh, ask yeah, me again. I was ask just about to, I was just, mate. Ask I was, me again. What come, I, come on, Zach. I was going to bring it up after you guys talked about soccer because I can't believe you didn't say this. Uh, ask me again. What, what caught your eye? What I, caught my eye yeah. is that Oscar Piastri <laughs> oh, is I can't believe it took you this long. In Formula One next year. That, to me, like I just, it's, it's, it's happened. 
It's happened. And uh, Daniel Ricardo is worse off for it. Oh. <laughs> no, we don't care about Daniel oh, anymore. Man. It's all, it's, it's the Oscar Piastri show now. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. It's so good. I woke up, woke up to that on, was it Saturday morning? Yeah, I believe it was Saturday morning. Saturday morning to a text message from Oscar's uh, grandfather, Dale, just saying, hey, Aiden, just let you know that this is at 12, uh, yeah, it was at midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let you know that Oscar's got a drive for McLaren next year. And I was like, that is just, I made my day. I couldn't believe it. And it's so well deserved too because, yeah, he, he's obviously been knocking on the door now. And for a little bit there, it looked like he wasn't going to get a, a crack at it. But um, no. Nah. And he's found himself a, a pretty good seat as well. Yeah, you know, for, for a first up drive. Oh, I, I mean, the, they don't get any bigger than McLaren yeah. in uh, Formula One racing. So, you know, they've obviously they've had some of the best drivers uh, go around, you know, drive for them. So in terms of Senna and... Hamilton mm, and Ricardo. Alonso, Ricardo, <laughs> um, maybe not at his peak, but yeah. So he's um, he's definitely got his uh, you know work cut out for him, Oscar. But if, you know, knowing him, not like I do, but knowing <laughs> what he's been able to achieve in his career, and that's step up and and you know win F three and F two as a rookie, like he's gonna come up and uh, you know he'll, he'll don't worry, he'll, he'll make some people sit up and take notice. It's going to be huge. It will. It will. Uh, Just jump on board, boys, because I'm saying it now, and I said it to you last week, but Oscar Piastri is a potential, and I'm saying he probably will win a world title. He'll be a world champion driver one day. Mate, I'm off straight to the TAB after this (laughs) to put a tenner on that. That Daniel's putting his his first ever bet on. My first ever bet. (laughs) If you want another bet, if you want another bet, Tijuana, race nine on Saturday at Flemington. In the Exfold Stakes, just thanks uh, for that, mate. I was stressing about who to pick for the for that. You race can get nine. it at eight at the moment, but I reckon just yeah, just wait. Come in. What do you reckon we'll get to? Well, it's a pretty open race. There's the two favourites paying six dollars. Um, for those playing at home, Tijuana. It's a a horse that's owned by editor uh, at the paper here, Tyler Myers, old man. Um, so yeah, that one, uh, runs around this Saturday at Flemington, but just keep a watch on because it, it missed the jump last time uh, a few weeks ago and roared home, flew home, finished third. And yeah, it, it looks like a good thing. I, I uh, I'm definitely I can, see, yeah, I can see the excitement. Oh yeah. It's a bit happening, but, um, mm-hmm. no, nah, that's what we like. Uh, all right. What are we diving into first? GBL data, or do you want to talk about jump. some of the? I reckon we can jump into the numbers. What do you? Yeah, I'm ready for a bit of GBL data. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's dive into it. GBL data is proudly brought to you by the Moama Bowling Club. Get on down to the region's premier sports and entertainment destination. Yes, GVL data, where we run through some of the stats from the weekend's uh, Golden Valley League senior football uh, matches. And yeah, Zach, I believe that you want to. No, I'll, I'll wait for my first. My oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. No, I just the gun. I just, I just don't want to burn the, the, the goal too early because I've done that before and I've had nothing for my segment. So, nah, look, <laughs> I can understand. Sorry about putting you on the spot there, mate. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, obviously GBL data is um, yeah proudly brought to you by the Moama Bowling Club, the premier uh, you know destination in the uh, 
in the GV or the region. Yeah, the region. that's it in the region. Yeah, so yeah, we've, been, sure. we've been up there. It's, yeah, uh, no, it's, you, it's a good place. You, you did tell us that last yeah, week. But just, no. just just in case just people want to know. Yeah. Just letting the people know. Did you have a tickle? No. No. Had a cascade light on tap. Stuff a dream. <laughs> Maybe next time. Mario League Grand Final. What are you, 18? <laughs> Mario League Grand Final. Yes. Daniel, after, after that, maybe, Mama Bowling Club. Yeah, mate, I'd love another Cascade Life. <laughs> anyway. uh, all right, Daniel, what's your uh, GBL data for this week? The Giobi boys. Uh, your old finest. Ben and Adam. Ben and Adam, we, were, we weren't sure if they were brothers or cousins. But uh, after some serious research from the news's very own James Cleman, we found out they were brothers. And I took a bit of a dive into their game against Kai Abram there. Obviously, the elimination final um, played last weekend. Um, ben had 27 disposals, 12 contested possessions, nine inside 50s and three tackles. While Adam, who, um, you know, he, he plays in the back line, uh, he had eight rebound 50s, five marks, and four ground ball gets. But what stood out to me, well, obviously the data stood out to me, but what also stood out to me was James Cleman. Uh, he was there and he said Ben kicked a 70 meter torpedo straight through really? the big, big into the punda. Just a bit, real big punda. Yeah, so the uh, the data doesn't show how far he kicked his goal from, but I've got word that it was 70 meters and a torpedo. So that is the GOB boys. Uh, yeah, it stood it, out for he's me. He's just saw Malcolm Blight and said, "Mate, I'll race you." <laughs> <laughs> I got 70 meters, bloody hell! Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, this isn't the first time. I'm a bit skeptical though, James. James and telling stories about football uh, <laughs> and certain football. Um, yeah, I remember know, he, he was sitting in this very seat when he tried to explain <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield United versus Benella. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, that gives me some demons yeah. trying to think about it. But uh, um, yeah, right. Thank you very much, man. What about um, you, mate? I have um, yeah, obviously. Crunched the numbers today, being the Wednesday um, that we're recording uh, for Thursday's Shep News, and that was just checking out uh, how Seymour performed um, in season twenty twenty two, and yeah, I um, you know discovered that they ranked the ranked first in the comp for um, you know kicking efficiency and that was at 66 percent and then they were second in the comp for most marks and i just ran through um you know wh- where they finished up in the season in terms of stats and yeah one of the ones that um you know one of the things that i found was pretty uh you know r- remarkable was that they were 10th or 9th i just forget now uh in the competition for clearances mm. for their Midfield. Yeah, that, with that, the likes that's of, very surprising. With really? the likes of Murphy, Rigoni, even Rory Scoble. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I found that quite. Uh, yeah, that is caught, caught that is strange. Arm. Yeah, that is that's very strange. Yeah, because you would have thought, obviously, yeah, Seymour with all those star players that are yeah, they're bigger around the clearances, but yeah, not to be. No, it wasn't. So um, it's the beauty yeah. of GBL data. You find stuff like this out. That's it, mate. When I was <laughs> I was scraping, <laughs> as you can tell by the by the story, I was scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Trying to find something interesting, and I don't think I, think I missed the mark. No, I think you found it. I, I reckon was, you found it. I, I was very interested in it. That, um, certainly, yeah, prick, prick the ears up. Uh, hopefully, one. hopefully, you tuning in. Uh, thought that that was worthy. Um, anyway, enough of me. Time for 
Captain of Zach Stats. This guy needs to lift. I've just been trolling through all the numbers. A case of leather poisoning for Benji Obi this weekend. How good is GVL data? Holy. What a fantasy football pig that guy is. I love the Crom. Dark Knight Rises. Go Crom. All right, Zach, you know what to do. Take it away. Oh, I, don't, I still don't like that intro, but anyway, well, um, also I was, um, yeah, I, I had a look at Achuka's uh, dominance over Mansfield um, last weekend, obviously, um, yeah, coming in as the, you know, what 1v2, everyone would have thought, it, you know, a close game, especially the form that Mansfield were in. Achuka are having a loss last week. People may, people may have thought they were vulnerable, but they are. The first quarter, they really, you know, made a statement. They, yeah, they definitely said the uh, the Marutna game was just a small blip on the radar. Um, they did all the scoring, three goals, three, 21 to zero zero. But what got me was a Chuka had twenty two inside fifties to Mansfield's two mm. in the so, first quarter. Yeah, wow. first quarter. So they've just gone whack in the yeah. They've just completely dominated the game. Four fifty marks, six to zero. But what, what else was surprising was yeah, the other stats actually weren't that lopsided, which was interesting. I mean, disposal was ninety six to eighty nine. Only a seven uh, difference there. Contested possessions, there was only yeah, a difference of three. Uncontested possessions, yeah, five. So, yeah, the fact that, yeah, the Duke managed to dominate the game without, you know, dominating the rest of the stats was uh, interesting, I thought. But, yeah, the um, yeah, it was just a dominant performance from the uh, Murray Bombers. They kept Mansfield to one goal to three-quarter time after that. Just, yeah, really, really made a statement, as I said. So, yeah, that was uh, very interesting. And, yeah, they're going to take some serious beating, I think. Uh, yeah, they certainly Pachuca. will. Be, I'm intrigued to see how this weekend pans out against Yoroa because at the start of the season, everyone had Echuca and Yoroa as the two teams that were probably most likely going to end up um, facing off in the grand final. Uh, and then, yeah, Echuca went down to Yoroa and Zach, you were there. They pretty much pulled their pants them. down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they um, did. It was, a, yeah, it was a pretty powerful performance from the Murray Bombers that day. Yeah, so and then a lot of people pretty much wrote Yoroa off and, yeah, um, here they are, and look, they by all you know, all accounts, they played pretty well last week against Kai, and yeah, did the dirty on them. So um, absolutely, and they had a big win in, in those the games in in Mansfield this weekend, and they went up there and had a massive win earlier in the year. So yeah, they have good form on the ground. Mm. So it'd be interesting. It certainly will be uh, easy, mate. Thank you very much for that, uh, as always. That's okay. That's very interesting, Zach. Stats this week. You know, usually it's a bit comical, but today it was. I was intrigued. Informative? Yes. It was Very informative. Nice. Hopefully informative for our listeners too. One can dream. <laughs> <laughs> what, one listener can dream? <laughs> I mean, they'd be lucky if we had one listener. But anyway. uh, shout out to Daniel Stad listening. <laughs> um, alrighty, let's move on to another topic. And I reckon, I reckon we're ready to talk about it. Uh, I've kind of got over it. It took me a little bit, but I think I'm ready. The Shep Gators, they didn't get the oh. job done. It uh, was a lot of heartache. Uh, so the Gators went down in their second uh, the game two of the grand final series against Ballerine uh, for a chance to get promoted up into the big V. Um, yeah, championship. Devastation. But, yeah, the boys, boys just couldn't get it done. Eight points in the end. Went yes. down the storm at home. In yeah, front of good. a packed crowd. Yeah, you, yeah, you were there. Yeah, just firstly, uh, give us. Mate, a, I was there. Yeah, give us a uh, give a, give give us I a was rundown. Crying at the end. <laughs> what was it like? Give us a yeah. Give us a, a first hand account of what it was like inside that stadium. Oh mate, the stadium was roaring. Yeah, the, I thought literally. I thought that I thought it was going to fall down. 
Like, the, the let's go. I think people chair. think that usually. <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at some man, this yeah. old, old and yeah, um, yeah. But no, it was on. Seriously though, it was it, the crowd was unbelievable. Like, and I understand why. Um, you know, Bexy and and the boys say that they've got the best home crowd. Um, because yeah, the crowd was just absolutely going off their rocker. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't to be, unfortunately, for the boys. Um, yeah, just a. Yeah, just a poor night offensively for him. Um, yeah, obviously Dylan, Wilkie, and um, uh, you know Jordan Michelle and and, and yeah, the they were also Matty Butler. They just yeah, just weren't um, weren't at their best uh, offensively. Offensively, sorry, I should say. Um, Garrett yeah. had another big night. Tried his heart. Yeah, I mean, bit, bit inefficient. Even him, yeah. even Garrett wasn't shooting at his best. Yeah, it was um, a big. It was a big. Um, Anthony, um, you know, Anthony, uh, Matt, Matt Andronicus and uh, Sam Bex were the, the stars that night. Who sort of kept him in it, but. Yeah, uh, look, um, Matt, uh, the big droid. He his first quarter was unreal, and and they did like they were playing really well in that first quarter, and um, yeah, he kind of pretty much said, "Boys, jump on! I'll I'll take you for a ride." Um, put him on his back and, and carried him a little bit, uh, and it was good to see because from all reports, that's what he, he had to do. Like he, you know, he's uh, we, we all know how talented Matt is. Um, but yeah, certainly a, a massive present presence in there for the Gators. Uh, had the double double too, so yeah, presence felt on the boards. But yeah, just sort of yeah. Um, as you, um, you, you spoke yeah. to Josh after uh, after the game. Yeah, he was a bit. Obviously, he was quite disappointed. But and I guess you know the the main. That's sort of what I sort of take out of this whole Gators experience is, yeah, the basketball is back in the region. I mean, obviously, if you if you have a look at the crowds, you know, the fact, you know, how everyone's getting around the team, I think, um, obviously, it's disappointing that they lost. But, you know, if you look at the bigger picture, I think it's uh, it's looking very positive for, yeah, the game in the region. Record numbers in the domestic competition for the Gators. Yeah. Uh, for, not for the Gators, but for Greater Shevin and Basketball Association. Talking to Bexy's old man, Stephen, and that's incredible, right? Yeah, it's it's a great thing. I mean, yeah, obviously, it'd be nice to win a championship, but could say that, yeah, this is more important. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Um, so and now, hopefully, they they just need a, they need that stadium. Uh, to if if, if they had a new stadium, it would pack out. I mean, it packs out now, but yeah, it would be. Yeah, but just be in unreal. terms of the domestic competition, because as Bexy said, we just we don't have the space. Like we're trying to find room to for our dom- domestic competition because there's just that many. People playing and kids playing, like it's, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, no, no doubt that the boys will be back bigger and, and stronger next season. Um, I've got no doubt about that. So it's a, as you said, Zach, it's a, a really exciting time uh, for basketball in Shepparton, and yeah, just um, can't wait for next season already. It's gonna be big. Strap yep. in. Yeah, it certainly will be. Um, cool. Half time. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, as we mentioned at the top, we spoke to uh, spoke to Strathy coach <laughs> Livia Osborne and uh, Way I coach Mark Malin. Uh, so that will be coming up after the halftime break. That's halftime. You're listening to the Rundown with the Midday Warriors. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about. Hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media. Let's get back to the action. Yeah, well, obviously, um, you know, it, it doesn't get bigger than this. Way IV Tungama in the granny at Katunga on the weekend. Um, yeah, I guess, first of all, how excited are you Bomber boys to, to be playing off in the in the big dance? Yeah, well, last night we obviously had our Tuesday night training run and 
we had a bit of a chat before training and there was just a, an amazing feeling amongst the group. Just it, We haven't had it like it all year, to be honest, as far as just how um, loud and you could just tell the excitement between the guys. It was, yeah, it's pretty pretty special to them at the moment, I think. We obviously know the job's not done, but there's a really good feeling around at the moment. Um, and it's, yeah, just a great way to kick off the week for us. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, yeah, um, I was in the rooms when you gave, I guess, your, your post-game speech on um, Sunday after the Katanga win. And yeah, you could really hear the passion in your voice. Um, yeah, I guess, how much does it does it mean for you personally, um, you know, trying to get the win in, in what will be your last game as, as senior coach at Wayo? Oh, it's going to be huge, no doubt. Um, yeah, I suppose you don't know until you, you get out there and see how it all falls into place. But I'm as hungry as I've ever been to be a part of a premiership. And I think over the last 10 years, we've been bridesmaids four times. And that that's probably a fair driving force. Although not all the guys were there for all those losses. I have been and it's not something I want to experience again, that's for sure. Yeah, I was um I was doing my research for the for the yarn um, just before, and I came across I think it was Mark Cleland's barrel um, that that won you the flag in in nineteen ninety, and I was looking back at the, you know it's been since two thousand and five since you've won a premiership, and obviously last time out you know you lost to Strathy in the grand final. Um, is that really going to drive you boys this weekend? I hope so. Yep. Um, in my opinion we're in the best position we have been to play in a grand final in all that time. I think um, Tungamara are a great side, don't get me wrong, but I think that the side that we've got is just as good. Um, in previous years, we've probably always been the underdog and maybe not a good enough side, but this year I think we are a good enough side if it all falls together for us. Yeah, and, and how is the squad looking for the weekend? Um, did anyone pick up a, any meagles or anything last week or is it, is it looking pretty strong? Yeah, unfortunately, we've got a couple of injury clouds over a couple of guys that we'll probably give them to the 11th hour, um, give them every opportunity to get their hand up. Um, but, yeah, it's, yeah it, we won't know officially until probably Saturday morning, to be honest. But yeah, um, we'll give them every opportunity. If not, it's just someone else's chance to step into a grand final and, yeah, hopefully put their hand up and go well. Yeah, who are those boys or do you want to keep them under wraps? I'll keep them under wraps for now. Yep. Um, most of will probably know anyway if they watch the game on Saturday. But, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we, we're just giving them every opportunity. Yeah, no, sounds good. Um, yeah, but best of luck on the field. Hopefully it, uh, it all goes well for you boys. No worries. Thanks a lot. Yeah, um, it's going to be a very tough game uh, this weekend. Uh, Tungamara played extremely well on Sunday. We got the chance to go over and um, watch watch them play. Um, we're feeling confident. I think uh, when you finish on top of the ladder, you've got to be confident. But um, there are some nerves there too because, um, yeah, we don't want to go in underestimating Tungamar because, like I said, they are uh, going to come out strong and they're going to have a good game. Yeah, for sure. And I remember um, when you played in Tungamar last time, I think you guys came from behind and, and won what was a really good game in netball. Um, yeah, I guess how are you going to combat, um, you know, not being behind um, by so much like you were last time? Yeah, uh, just our work rate needs to um, just be for four quarters, which we've been doing um, really well the last few weeks. But yeah, last time we played, we sort of dropped for that quarter in the second um, and let them get a very strong uh, lead. And I think they're, they're going to do the same, you know. Um, they had three strong quarters and dropped for the fourth. So it's, I think, going to be a bit of a game of 
um, who can play four quarters of netball. Yeah, for sure. And um, I was speaking to Emily Buzzer last week after the game and, and she said, you know, it was sort of the off-court stuff that, that really drove Straffy um, to, to where they are on the court. Um, do you think this, you know, that the off-court support and the, the volunteers and just everyone around the club will really, um, yeah, help push you to, to hopefully a victory on the weekend? Yeah, definitely. Um, that's sort of been one of my biggest pushes is to get a good crowd um, and a good support crew. You know, um, the girls that are on the bench, I always um, sort of drill, get the voice up uh, because when you're on court and it starts to get challenging, um, it's it's good to look around and know how many people are behind you and backing you and sort of it encourages you to lift and play for not only yourself, not only your teammates, but the club, the supporters. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really important. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll probably just stop the podcast recording there. But, um, yeah, I guess sort of how's the squad looking? Um, you know, is it going to be the same as last week? Has anyone um, got injured or anything like that? Or is it going to be the same? No, the squad's um, going to be the same. Everybody's pulled up really well from Saturday. Um, everybody's recovered really well. So, um, yeah, we've got our last training session on Thursday. Um, so as long as everyone gets through that session fine, um, the squad will be looking um, just as strong as it was on Saturday. Yeah, no, sounds good. Um, yeah, well, best of luck on the weekend. Um, it, it goes well for you girls. That was Olivia and Mark uh, chatting there to Daniel Webb um, a little bit earlier before the podcast. Um, yeah, sounds like they're wrapped and uh, yeah, pretty keen for this weekend, as they should be. Um, good stuff there, Daniel. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll continue on with the Piccola and District Football Netball League Grand Final. And Daniel, just give us a bit of a rundown of, of what uh, yeah people can expect this weekend. Yeah, well, uh, Katunga Recreation Reserve will be home this weekend. And I was, I was saying to Zach earlier today, it felt a bit like Christmas Eve. Um, just the <laughs> excitement that uh, I was feeling, let alone the players and, and the supporters of the clubs that are that are participating on the day. Um, in the senior footy um, way, I will, will be taking on Tungamara in a, in a game that really could go either way. I think both teams have shown this year they've got the talent to win. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And and same in the netball, Strathy and Tungamara are taking on each other. Last time I, I saw them play was in Tungamara and, and Strathy came came from behind to win by two goals. So, you know, it, it should be a real cracking contest. Yep. And um, yeah, James and I are going to be heading up there bright and early on a, on Saturday morning to, to watch all the juniors. So, and So what everybody. time does it all kick off, action? Uh, under 15 netball starts at 8.50 a.m., um, and then the 14s footy starts at 9am. So it'll go from there right through the day. Um, footy and netball at all times. Canteen will be open, you know, all the grand final goodness um, that you can imagine. So, yeah, get down there if you've got nothing to do. You know, you were talking about watching Tijuana earlier. I mean, I don't know who will be watching that <laughs> when everyone's going to be at the Katunga Recreation Reserve. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, huge. Beautiful, mate. Thank you. Uh, Zach. Give us a bit of a quick rundown into this weekend's Murray Football Netball League uh, 
yes. preliminary final Preliminary actually. finals, yes. So uh, the Murray League will be uh, making its way to Daniloquin this weekend to uh, High Dunn Street Oval for, yeah, a big um, yeah a big day of uh, footy and netball on the footy field. Uh, Moala takes on Moama. Uh, Moala uh, pl- started their final series last last week against Cobram, had a 12-point loss, and it was a pretty interesting game at Finley. So they'll be yeah, desperate to bounce back. While Moama's been a fan, you know, one of the one of the great stories of the Murray League this year in the finals, they came into that the first week elimination final against Kingupna at Kingupna, won by four points, and then yeah, they uh, did what no one else thought was possible and defeated Tony uh, Tongala last weekend at a star-studded team full of obviously heaps of talent from from Darwin and, and Brock McLean as well, um, the former AFL player, and yeah, Mama got, got the job done with yeah a bunch of local young kids, uh, ten point win. So yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a Cinderella story the Magpies this year. So yeah, uh, Moyla versus Mama in the footy, and then in the netball, uh, Rumbalara coming off a devastating one goal loss to Daniloquin Rams, who didn't lose a game all year. They faced Nathalia, who have won their first two finals, and yeah, they're looking in good form. So yeah, if you're in the Daniloquin area. <laughs> Um, head down to Highland Street Oval for a yeah, big day of Murray, Murray Football Netball League action. You've left something very important out there, Cobram mate. is in the grand final, Daniel. <laughs> Cobram is in the grand final. Yes. They How are. good. How yeah, good. It's, a, it's a great story, Cobram, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot more next week. But, yeah, it's a good story. The, uh, the Tigers talking more about it. Aiden, Kyron District League. Uh, yeah. Big, big weekend uh, set for that. Well, you mentioned it at the top there when uh, I was trying to – you know, figure out what to say about what caught my eye. Avenal knocked out straight sets no in good. the football. It just, um, yeah, it's something I didn't expect uh, for the minor premier. They, to me, look like, I mean, I before the season started, I tipped Stanhope, but after the first two, three rounds, I quickly changed my mind to Avenal and I was, yeah, all chips in on, on Casey Duncan and, and the Swannies getting up... Uh, this season, but yeah, it wasn't to be for them. Unfortunately, they just um, yeah had a bit of a, an off day at the weekend against Shepherd and East, and yeah, the Eagles were able to uh, run out three goal winners um, down there at Avenal. And um, in the foot, uh, sorry, in Sunday's football, it was Lancaster that got the job done over Nick Gamby. It was a pretty. Um, oh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say it was a bit of a snooze fest in the first <laughs> in the first half, but it, it definitely came alive in the second half. There was something ridiculous, like nearly you know 17, 18 goals kicked in the second half, um, and yeah, Lanc- Lancaster were able to um, yeah hold on to win by a couple of goals. Um, yeah, so uh, those clubs, uh, Sheppies and Lancaster, they progress now to the prelims. Uh, so Lancaster plays. Uh, Stanhope on Saturday up at Tallygroupna and Shep East plays Murchison at Gagari. And in the A-grade netball, we've got the top four teams who have looked to class above all season long. They're going to play off in the prelims this weekend and that's Sheppard and East taking on Tallygroupna at Tallygroupna. So a bit of a home court advantage yeah, there. Yeah, take for, that for the Red Legs. Yep, for the Red Legs. And then on Sunday, we've got yeah uh, Nagami taking on Dookie United. Um, and that should be a ripping contest as well. So plenty happening in the Kyberm District Football Netball League. Yeah, beautiful. It's um yeah, it's going to be a big weekend of uh action all over the uh the Golden Valley. So uh, yeah, if you obviously if you're around, uh, there's plenty of stuff going on. Yeah, there is, and obviously in the Golden Valley League, uh, we've got uh, the second week of actions kicking off. Um, yeah, Saturday we've touched on yeah. it a little bit. We've got Achuka and Yuroa, and in the A Grade Netball, it's 
Seymour and Shepherd and United. Yeah, Seymour yeah. and United. And that game, uh, they just recently played in the last round of the season. They um, did. Fortnight ago, and United, United walked away with a pretty easy win, didn't they, Zach? They did, but it's going to be a very, very different Seymour team this time around. Uh, they obviously, um, Seymour didn't have uh, either of their two defensive stalwarts, uh, Nikita Singe and Sarah Sikulski. Um, and Casey Adamson also in the midcourt was not there. So those three are, yeah. Of obviously three of the best players in the league. So, um, yeah, they're, they're going to be a very different proposition for our Carablis side and the girls this weekend. If United are able to get up this weekend, that uh, that'll be a great achievement and one that will definitely take, uh, yeah, a lot of... Um, they'll take a lot of confidence out of exactly. that one. Yeah, it's Because, it's as you said, they're, they're three quality team, uh, three quality players coming back into that team. Absolutely. Sunday's action, we've got yeah, down Mansfield and Kyber, Rupert yeah. down at Kai. Uh, and that's in the senior football. So, Marupna, can the fairy tale continue, boys? I hope it can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the way I'd like to see it continue, but the, I mean, the we do have a soft spot for the cats, don't we? We do. We definitely do. Obviously, the only chap side uh, in in the finals. Left in, in, in the, the finals. Yep. Yeah, and the, and the way they played um, at Echuca against uh, Rochester last weekend uh, gives me a bit of confidence that they can do it. Jackson Trengover had his his best outing as a cat, kicking five. So, if he can, you know, do what you want to see from the big fella, isn't it? Exactly right, yeah. And the last time that they played Mansfield, they were win- winning at three-quarter time, and that was in Mansfield. So, yeah, you think you know, Johnny with the Johnny and the boys are certainly at least a, a chance, especially after, yeah, Mansfield have, were, were humbled last weekend. So, mm. yeah. No, nah, it's uh, going to be a ripping contest, that one. And then in the A-grade netball, it's Marutna up against Euroa. Yes, big game, this one. Um, Euroa had a, yeah, Incredible pretty, win last pretty, week. Yeah, pretty remarkable. Yeah, seven goals come down against Echuca, yeah, in the, at three-quarter time, and they yeah, come come away and win, which is huge. And, yeah, Marutna will be desperate to bounce back after, yeah, they were you know, beaten pretty easily by Seymour. So, yeah, it's going to be a big day of action um, over there in Kai. And, yeah, hopefully hopefully the weather turns it on. I don't know. It's going to be good. <laughs> good stuff, mate. Thank you. Um, CVL. CVL? I, uh, I'm not going to lie. Central Victorian... I, yeah, League. I don't know who they're playing because um, I don't have the fixture in front of me. Also known as the Basil. The Basil. <laughs> yes. um, Tats, um, senior men's side, Tatura senior men's side and Shepherd and South will both be in action for a spot in the in the Super Cup final in the men's division one. Um, and then we've got teams throughout the divisions. Um, Shepherd and United's women's team will be playing again. Tats, Tatura's women's team and, and I think the Jags might even, Shepherd and Jaguars might even the be in action again. The Jags so, are in action. Oh, um, Did they win at the weekend? No, they lost, but because they finished second on oh, the ladder, they get chance. another chance. So, Up the Jags. Um, yeah, we uh, we love to see that. So hopefully I'll bring you, a more detailed analysis next yeah, week. Do you, do you, <laughs> that's okay, man. Do you have some, um, some venues for us? Have uh, they been announced yet? The, I do know the two men's venues off the top of my head. So they're home games for both teams. So Shepherd and South will be playing at McEwen Reserve and Tatura will be playing at the Howley Oval. Yes, that's what it's called. Good stuff, man. On Sunday? Yeah, I believe so. Beautiful. Get on down there if you like your Rambo game. Um, anything else in terms of uh, some content that we... Midday lunchtime league legend. Do, does anyone Did have? Does anyone have one? League legend, Aiden. I think you you're either looking one on your phone or you have one in your head. Um, what have I, you got for us, mate? I mean. I- I did say that I was meant to. Um, uh, but you didn't? But I didn't. So this is very awkward because now I'm quickly opening my phone and trying to find... Oh, I mean, we could park it for a week. Or we could just give it to Aiden's brother. 
<laughs> I didn't think this would actually come up, but if you want to tell the story, you can. <laughs> you don't need to tell the story, but. Nah, I won't tell the story, but um, if you if you are tuning in, Jordo, and if anyone knows the story about me, brother, um, yep, just uh, shout out to them. Yep, <laughs> shout out to them. Down he, there. he may or may not run a mark this weekend in a certain midday game, but um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll probably park that one, Daniel. Um, oh, I'm just trying. That's to, heartbreaking. That yeah. is heartbreaking. Any, we'll go on any, any canteen stuff. Now that oh, I, I had some good hot chips at Toke. <laughs> All right. I, did, <laughs> I found I, it. I, I got hot dog at a Chuka. But went <laughs> I, found, oh, uh, <laughs> I, I found some, nah, some Rezzy's uh, okay, okay. content I think us. I think you settle down and I've got two. <laughs> I've got two. I've pulled it out. The best and fairest from the Bacola District Oh, League. yes. Daniel um, Webb. Reserves and B-grade competition. Daniel Webb to the rescue. Daniel Buzzer um, from Strath- Strathy and... Uh, in the B grade netball, Katunga's Rachel Howden and Daniloquin's Natalie Smith, who were joint winners of the Jesus. award. So they are the midday, midday, the midtime, midtime. Wow, the lunchtime league legend <laughs> yes. for this week, Daniel. I think you were. I think for copyright that. purposes, it's the purposes it's the midday lunchtime <laughs> league legend of the week. <laughs> the midday uh, rundown. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got that. <laughs> yep, they're in the running. The, you know. <laughs> I reckon, it's time to, I reckon it's time to finish. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I think that's Time it. to kick it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, another good episode there, boys. Um, yeah, we'll, we, we tried. We'll, we'll try and be a little bit more prepared next week to everyone tuning in. But, yep, yeah. Daniel and Zach, thanks for tuning, See you uh, jumping Katunga. on. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, have fun down at Katunga, mate. Um, you, you, you're going to skiing as well. Enjoy, Enjoy the... Going skiing. Going skiing. Mm. He's going skiing tomorrow. Oh, yeah, did, you might too. Didn't know that needed to mention on the podcast, but yeah, I'll be with hitting the, the slopes. With, 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 uh, with a lovely s- lady. With a certain uh, special someone. <laughs> She's my friend. Oh. <laughs> and so we're going so, Is that what you call them these days? <laughs> <laughs> Bianca, if you're listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Things got go. awkward. Uh, 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 <laughs> have fun on the slopes with mum. Uh, <laughs> 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 and uh, Zach, um, yeah, just um, have fun up at Mansfield, mate. You may as well Yeah, I may as well come into it. The, hey. the happy couple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to wrap this podcast up. It's uh, It's been fun. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of the Rundown Podcast with the Midday Warriors. We'll catch you all next week. If you've got a story idea or a lunchtime league legend you want us to know about, hit us up at sport at shepnews.com.au or message us on social media. 